ranging from pre- breast prints on the. Now you got me all fucking breast prints. <laughs> Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Did your parents have all the premium channels back in the 80s so you watched those movies that you had no business watching? Well, I know I did, and that is my problem, and I have therapy for that. So welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Meet group. (laughs) Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond. It sounds like you're calling us the meat group, by the way. Anyways. We are. <laughs> during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we will rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is being nailed to a wall and being forehead being written on. I'd say and- one can is being stuck under an underground pool that never got dug. That is one can. <laughs> <laughs> and- and 24 cans is that shot of uh, what's his name grabbing Robin's ass at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> checking her cheeks. 24 checking cans cheeks. is checking the cheeks of your lover. That is there what it go. is, baby. That is what it is. But before we get to all that, we want to let you know we have a Patreon. And for as little as $5 a month, I tell you, for $5 a month, we will deliver you bonus episodes and special content just for our patrons. So if you choose, but if you choose any of the higher tiers, there's also other things you get, including being called out as one of our soda jerks, which is like saying, hey, thanks for helping us produce the show. All of that stuff. And, and we'll I, w- I want to point out, we are going to do some drunk content for the Patreons. I've already made oh, that decision. Yes. If, when we get enough Patreons that are willing to participate, Anthony said that he it said that the Zoom idea that I had, we will do a Zoom cocktail hour, and he's wanting to force me to drink a lot while yeah. he's so that's what I'm talking about. So, so join so we can keep the lights on and keep delivering that kind of mediocre content. And as I said in the last one, um, we have a goal by October of getting new subscribers. So as long as we get those new subscribers by October, 10 of them is what I have on here. We will make sure all of our catalog is still available. Otherwise, we'll have to make some of it hidden behind a paywall. Sorry, people. We love you, though. We do. Um, we, <laughs> we do. We still have our website, though. That's sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can check out our episode schedule, buy some merch, and make movie suggestions, which also helps. So, you know, help us out and support the show. Just remember, with requests, you have to use our Venmo or PayPal, which is our name, at Soda Pop Culture Club, and make sure you email us. Let us know why we're doing that. Um, also, share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram, at Mike and Anthony, where we post thirst traps of Anthony and his beautiful abs. You know. Because he's sexy. Like, this is like a unicorn. It's it's not there. I don't know why you keep saying it. <laughs> it's a unicorn. It's fucking there. Oh, no, the picture could be there, but the, the pictures, unicorn the would pictures be are not there. Abs would and my abs there. are not there. <laughs> They're there. I just can't find them. And finally, we need you all go over to Apple Podcasts, hit us up for a five-star review or any star that makes you happy, and leave a comment because that helps us grow the show on that platform. So there you go. Anthony. There you go. I got, hold on. I got I to gotta interject with a quick story here. Oh, before we even get to it, let's do it. We that. have to because of the abs thing. So uh, actually, um, this was uh, two days ago, driving my son to school. Okay, my son is yeah. sick. 
So he's in the back drawing stuff in his book. He's like, Dad, I'm drawing a picture of you. And he's laughing his ass off with his fucking evil laugh. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. He's, he's like, six, I just got everybody in school this, and they're going to see you now. Like, what? So then he flips it over, draws a picture of me with a hat on, with a big-ass round belly. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm, I'm a skinny guy. So if You're we're not the, like, I have a, a like, belly. If we're the meat group, you're the sausage group, I'm the turkey bacon group, okay? Yeah. I got a belly, I got a beer belly, but not like a, you know... I don't got like Dunlap disease. Okay. Um, got it. So he turns around, there's this big belly and then we're, <laughs> he's laughing his ass off at it. But then he tells me about, he's like, I was like, you drew me with a fat belly. He's like, no, I drew you with rock hard abs. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what kind of bullshit is like, this? Those are rock hard abs. And then he goes into, he's like, you want to talk about rock hard abs. You talk to me about it. Cause I'm going to have rock hard abs. Cause I'm going to be working out. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> where do you come wow. up? But yeah, dude. Hey, you know what so, though? I'm glad to hear the the thing early. So, what movie are we doing well, today? We're we're gonna find out as soon as we hit the trailer. Recently, two high school students unearthed a prehistoric man in their own backyard. Ah! Their story is completely true. The beverage? What are you doing, Mrs. Tony? We figure with a little juice. No, we think the juice. No, we think the juice. Hollywood Pictures presents Encino Man. He's a million years old. Milk does the body good, huh? Uh. Great hair. And living proof that evolution is not an exact science. Get down the fresh nuts. Wheeze in the juice. Buddy, you got him talking like you now. song. <laughs> oh God, my wife fucking hates when I make that sound. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's like most ladies probably no, don't no, like no, that for some reason. I, it's kind of like I guess you know when you say moist, people get grossed out by that. Ooh, my my wife has two things that <clears throat> which she won't listen to this episode probably after I just made that sound. Two things. If I do, she is like, stop fucking doing that. I hate that. It's making that sound. <laughs> or when I speaking. do my oh, impersonation or speaking, yes. <laughs> or when I do my grandma's boy impersonation. Of the yes. guy is that one. Oh, now Make I've got now see. My face. 
So when when I when I come over the next time, if I come over to your house, I'm gonna be like, "Hi, how are you, Brittany?" Oh, she'll rip your fucking throat right out. <laughs> I'm gonna do it because uh, I think I'm, you should. I'm I, I'm a person who will test the fates. All oh, right, so give us the. You will <laughs> go ahead. Oh, oh I'll be... um, hey, get down. I, just listening to that preview, I, something popped in my head. Do you think that there was a missed opportunity in Austin Powers when they're showing all the people, Gary Coleman, Vanilla Ice, that they could have had Link in one of those cryogenic chambers? There was. So missed. That's a good one. That's yeah. almost a six-pack of something that didn't happen in this it movie. Happen. <laughs> it could have in Austin Powers. That would have been a six-pack. All right. Yeah. Here is our breakdown by the numbers directed by Les, Don't Call Me Baker Mayfield, and starring Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser, Pauly Shore, Robin Tunney, Michael DeLuise, Megan Ward, Marriott Hartley, Richard Masser, and Major. Ki Hoi Kwan, Major, whatever. Ki Hoi Kwan, best known from Indiana Jones and his data from the Goonies. Encino Man was released on May 22nd, 1992 taking in $40.7 million at the box office against a $7 million budget. Most of that was for ICE. It scores a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is not a well-regarded uh, uh, movie, I guess. And Depends you know, on who you ask. It's funny. What did they spend $7 million on? Because <laughs> there's no A-plus-plusers in this, and they didn't go anywhere exotic. Well, you figure they had a re- equipment to dig out the backyard. So that Oh my god. Money. No they didn't. That dude did it by hand. What are you talking about? Fuck that noise. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I got a couple facts here All I want right. to go into about casting since we just got done with that and then we'll get into the game. So Nicolas Cage and Jim Carrey were considered for Link before Brendan Fraser was cast. That's interesting. Um it would have been a way different movie with either one of those. Like we're talking like so Brendan Fraser is somewhere in that medium ground. Nicholas Cage is a little intense and Jim Carrey is just silly. So it would have been, I don't know what you would have gotten. That's all I'm going to say. Jim Carrey would have been interesting though. Yeah. I cause think. I mean, this is back like Jim Carrey. I like what year did right uh, before it's after once bitten what, and before uh, Ace Ventura. Okay. So he'd have been in that weird phase that we never really seen him much other than see, on in living collar. I don't know. Could you see Jim- Marshall bill? Did you see Jim Carrey, not as a caveman, I can totally see that, but as a popular high school kid? No, that you is know, the that's, thing, that's though. A, yeah. He would have been a dork with his teeth right. and his that would hair. Be and his... there. I, that, I can't, yeah. Nick Look how wiry he is, too. But it would have been funny, that's what I'm saying. It would have, would have been a different movie, that's what I'm saying. Okay, now, originally... Oh, yeah. Hold on, I gotta tell you. If they remade this movie, Ryan Reynolds all day as Link. Oh no! Gets oh fucking day. Yes, not yeah. Oh god, yes. Ryan Jason Momoa. Link. Oh, Jason Momoa. He can't even fit in a high school. (laughs) But he looks like he's a fucking big ass dude. He's not a caveman. Elephant. Aquaman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, I got. I got you. uh, I got you another fact. Originally, the filmmakers wanted Polly Shore to play the role of Link. But since cavemen don't talk, they knew they'd lose the appeal of his humor and unique polyspeak, where Shore would pause between syllables of key adjectives. Anyways, that's that's a bad joke. Instead, at the suggestion of Disney honcho Jeffrey Katzenberg, they cast him as one of the two teens who find the cavemen. Once the producers met Brendan Fraser, they decided they that he was better suited for the part, which he was. However, they like Shore so much, they created the role of Stony Brown character, which Shore helped develop. 
most of his lines, most of Stoney's lines were ad lib by Shore. So that was just him being him. So if you hated yeah. Polly Shore for being him in that movie, then you really hate him. Yeah. And it makes me wonder <laughs> if that's why the, this gets panned so much. 15% of Rotten Tomatoes is not good. It's not that it's is not it that because bad. Because people movie? hate Polly Shore movies in general. That's it, because it's you know? about Polly Shore, because he's but but this is not bad polish or this is the good polish and i i have a note well let's just hit this right we'll get, now we'll, we'll, we'll get it we're, we're gonna do play the game all right we'll, we'll, play, play, the we'll game. do the game we'll, we'll play the game here we go all right all right we're gonna play the game you know the game the games where i'm gonna read three movie reviews Two of them are real. One of them is fake that I wrote. And Anthony has to guess which one that is. You too can guess along with him and see how right you are compared to him because he's awful. I am. Just It's true. Actually, he's not so bad. He's had a good streak. Although um, the last week's one, I used the same name twice, hoping to fake him out using that great anus guy. So yeah, <laughs> I thought I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I thought and he was once I was. He was paying attention. All right. So here we go. Here's the game. Are you ready? I'm ready. Alex Sandal, or pardon me, Alex Sandel of the Juicy Cerebellum. Now, I remember why I keep hoping Polly Shore never has a comeback. Mark Savlov, Austin Chronicle. I find myself missing Jeff Spicoli. Thomas Collins of the Boston Herald. He calls himself the weasel. Need I say more? All right. You need to guess which All one right. of those you feel is the fake review. I'm going to say the third one. And why is that? Give me a reason. I feel like you gave me a drink name, Tom Collins. You do feel that way. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you, it is not Alex Sandell. And it is not Mark Savlov. You are correct. It is the yes! third one. But here's the thing. Thomas Collins is not. I didn't give it because of the drink. And I shouldn't have gone too on the nose with the Boston because it's in the old Boston bartender guy. Yeah, yeah. I do get that. But Thomas Collins is the name of Polly Shore's character in Jury Duty. Oh, nice. That I haven't seen duty. in so fucking long. Jury Duty, it's been a long time. So yeah, you guessed that's a good one, man. Well, I can tell you, so the first one I already knew that was real because you missaid said the guy's name and then you corrected yourself. So I'm like, that can't be the fake one. Well, that's a, no, no, you should never guess that because I can fuck anything. Well, that time I did. So I'm just giving you there. So next time you do that, <laughs> then I'll the be reason? like, that's the fucking fake one. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, good, good guess. Next time I won't pick a drink name. There you go. I am on a roll. That's, yeah, that's Boston. I use the Boston hair because the old Boston, I don't know if anybody knows what the old Boston bartender guide is. That's like got all the old drinks. And a Tom Collins would be in that. Right. So. It's, 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 uh, I think under the, Woody's got it under the bar at Cheers. Yeah, Woody's got it under the bar. Yeah, love that dude. Love that dude. Uh, didn't we do a movie with the Woody Harrelson? Yeah, we did. I uh, believe we did. White Man Can't Jump. And he he was, you know, the funny part about watching that is I still only saw Woody in that movie, just could play basketball. I didn't say it in that, re I didn't say it when we were talking about it, but when you think about it, he's still an idiot like Woody, but just yeah. could play basketball. So right. anyways, are you ready for this? And you know why I love Woody Har Harrelson? Because he's a Bengals fan. Well, not everybody's perfect. All right. I know that's you know why I still do this fucking show because I have issues. <laughs> Will you make me your most excellent promise again? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we'll see how this goes before I make my most excellent promise. Okay, uh, during the first ice age, a caveman attempts to make fire with his cave woman part. They call it cave woman partner. 
I, what, I didn't write this, so that sucks. Uh, fire with this cave woman partner. An earthquake causes a cave in a cave in that buries the two of them. This segues into a present day Los Angeles earthquake that awakens teenager Dave Morgan. He, along with his best friend Stoney, arrives to attain pop strive to attain popularity in high school, but comes off more like a reject or an outcast. Dave is in love with Robin Sweeney, a sweet and attractive girl who had been his best friend during grade school and until she reached adolescence had been rejected by Dave on several occasions. Her boyfriend, Matt Wilson, Wilson is a stereotypical jock and school bully who is constantly responsible for making both Dave and Stoney the object of ridicule by humiliating them in various ways, usually directly due to Dave's affections toward Robin. All right. So one thing in that summary, I want to point out um, now, I know you didn't, you know, just... I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of uh, fix them, but I didn't fix this so, one for some reason. The, the, yeah. The line, which I disagree with, cause I don't know who, who wrote this. Um, that uh, It doesn't he, matter. He, he, along with his best, wherever you stole this from, he, along with his best friend, Stoney strive to attain popularity. I'm just happy. And that's later on in the movie. I'm just happy being me. That's yeah, what he exactly. The week. So <laughs> sorry, honey, if you're listening. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, oh, so yeah. Now I want to say this. Now Dave's plan is to me just ridiculous. Even before the ice man cometh, like I don't know how hand digging a pool will somehow lead to popularity and pool parties. Plus why? And just as a, in our forties, men, why are parents even letting him dig up the yard like that? Uh, you know, but, but did you notice, I will say this, when they did the little flyover, you saw all the other yards had the sweet ass backyards and the pools and like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was, that was it. And then, and it just, and like we said, his plan, he tells Stoney his plan and plans like, I'm just cool coasting and moving on the next year. Cause you know, he knows he's going to be in, um, the other movie with, uh, <laughs> that, that where he's a hungry man. Okay. You know what I mean? He's going to uh, be in the next movie where Link makes a cameo. Yeah. Son-in-law. It's gonna be a son-in-law soon, and he's or actually, how many years would that be past? Yeah. Anyways, what, <laughs> so when it, he's in college for the seventh year in a row. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That so they did that little thing, but there's no way that could have been Stony because that's too many, too much time between movies. It, uh, there's only like two years between. It these could, movies. No, it couldn't be anyways because in son-in-law he was a, a nerd in high school. Remember, he showed his picture. You don't think Stony's a nerd? Huh. Tony's not hurt. I know that. Tony's Tony, but I'm saying in son-in-law, he showed he showed uh, Rebecca or Becca his high school Becca. picture, and he was a dork with glasses and a. That's little, true. You know. That's true. We did that haircut. movie. Yeah. You guys so. should go back and listen to that right now. You should do it now. Grew the dude. Goes with some brew. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? What do you think about his glorious plan with a pool? I gotta tell you, there's no fucking way in hell that pool was ready by prom. First of all. That's just give me a goddamn break. He could have been digging day and night and that still would have taken him fucking years. He would have had to start digging that hole as it is now when he was like four years old to get to this point. Did you see the boulders in it? Yeah. There's the like, How you get that shit, shit out of there. <laughs> Those things are tons. Those aren't just, you know, no you, th- you look at me go, oh, it's just a small boulder. And you're are like, you- a small boulder is heavy. You better get your fucking rock hammer and start going Andy Dufresne on that shit. Cause it's going to take you a while. Cause that's the only way you're getting that out. You need a little chunk by chunk. Now I do like this when he's like, uh, I want to, I, you know, I want to look back and, and have my own page in the yearbook. I'm going to give my six pack here. Cause this is something Stoney says. 
he says, why don't you jump off the school and, and, and commit suicide? Go for the cover. There you go. <laughs> that's a great line. It it's is. like, hey, man, if that's all you want, it's easy. It's easy. You'll get the cover, baby. <laughs> all right. Now you got your other six pack here, too. Oh, I'll hit that, too. So they go to school and I'll hit it. Okay. So they go to school. And they're standing there, Stoney is with Dave, and they're looking over at Robin because he's longing for the thing he wants because he's, his pool's going to somehow make it happen. And I made a reference to it at the beginning, <laughs> but uh, you see Matt with Robin just, and, he, and uh, Stoney's play-by-play of Matt. He's got the, the, the spiky top hair, the, the n- nice beak. He's got a fundage, and, he's, and he's, it shows him checking her cheeks with his hand. I just oh, yeah. love that play-by-play because you know that he's just being sincere, but every word he says, Dave is like his soul is just being crushed, like with yeah. every little yeah. syllable that comes out. So I got I got to throw in my six pack now, my first one. All right. Oh, you got one already. I got one. Yeah. Good. So, like you said, they get to school. I love it. Let's get rocked by Def Leppard playing as they're <laughs> driving up to school, like. I love me some Def Leppard, but that also just immediately puts me right there at that time. It's awesome. You got a lot, like anytime, especially when you got like high school movies towards the beginning, like when you show up to school, like you've always got to have that jam. You got to have that song, you know, that's, it's a trope, but you got to have that to kind of set the mood. Can I give you, I, I agree with that. Bringing me back to that time, but for a different reason, see, this was a Def Leppard was becoming a little bit more lame. And they had that weird digital cartoon guy walking down the street yes. um, on their music video. It was well, kind of dorky. And then right after this, we got hit with Nirvana and Pearl right, Jam. Right. And it made well, and they and I they call that a market correction. Def Leppard got market corrected hard, and nobody wanted anything to do with this anymore. Part of the, I will say, in Def Leppard's defense, the problem they had is that they were eighties. They're from the eighties. Eighties hair band rock. <laughs> Everybody else fucking copied them afterwards when they came out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody I would say copied them. So everybody wanted to do photograph, you know. And they were patient zero. But I, when you say that too, it's funny because like this will stick out in my fucking mind forever. Especially that song, "Let's Get Rocked," because it's when Adrenalize came out. I remember in uh, civics class, I think it was. We always did. They had we had these weekly quizzes. Yeah, like, but they were like current event quizzes. So oh. it's like you had to watch the news and all shit, like what was going on in the world and all that. And this was again before the internet and everything. So you had to kind of pay attention to what's going on. One of the questions was, you know, which band just came out with an album called Adrenalize? Now, oh. again, this was me. I was excited for the question. But then when we're going over the answers in class and one of the dickhead kids in my class was all making like Def Leppard, like making fun of it. And I was like, shit, I like Def Leppard. <laughs> Oh, because you were lame. I get it. Okay. This is, uh, well, whatever. I was, yeah, fuck it. I was lame. (laughs) I love it. I was lame because I didn't have a caveman in my backyard. Def Leppard peaked in my time in middle school when they came out with Hysteria, that album, um, with Love Bites and all that and Pour Some Sugar on Me. That right there was peak Def Leppard, and it never got any better from there to me. Uh, you can't hysteria. Yeah, you th- they couldn't do better than that. That was their magnum opus, as they say. I mean, a lot of people would argue Pyromania was, but it's between those two albums. Uh, Pyromania was like, let, we set this thing off, and then that was like, uh, here's five number one hits. <laughs> you know, like 
millions of copies sold. It was right. ridiculous. So well, I mean, you had the story behind it too, the one armed drummer. Oh yeah, coming back. So, that was know, the you, other like that was a big thing because that album took a long time to get made. Because everybody wanted to see the video. People don't understand this. We didn't get any footage of that. And so when we watched the video, we're saying, where's the guy with the one? How's he doing it? And we're like trying to watch how he played yep. the drums. And that the was a thing. God. When Pour Some Sugar came out, uh, me came out, you were like watching for that. You know, yep. that was that was a thing. back when they made music videos for those listeners that don't know what that is. Yeah, because that's how we learned what people look like, what they wore, you mm-hmm. know, all that stuff. We didn't have Twitter. That's how you found out you're supposed to rip 113 holes in your jeans and have them acid washed. That is correct. I, yeah, uh, it, yeah you did. And you, and you wanted them naturally worn and then you would wash them so they get the fuzzy. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so there you go. I'm not going to go on how to make uh, acid washed ripped jeans. Just not going to do it. Yeah. Go to uh, YouTube. It, it's your turn, buddy. <laughs> All right. So one day Dave is digging as he's digging the pool in his backyard. He comes across a chunk of ice. It has the body of a man in it following an earthquake. They leave the ice block unattended in the garage and space heaters left on cause the ice to melt, releasing the caveman. The caveman then encounters a garbage truck, which he misinterprets as a mammoth from his time and a television, which he discovers upon entering the living room. So here we go. Caveman. Welcome to the 80s. Now, I don't know if this was intentional or not. One of the things I picked up on is when he's, when Dave, before uh, before he discovers the caveman, did you hear Stoney was listening to Frankensteiner? Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. I wonder if that was like a little nod to we're bringing something to life here. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. I I, I wondered that. I um, think so, yeah. I mean. But once it, again, Dave is on this stupid thing. I will say, I think this is the movie that helped uh, Sean Austin land Rudy because when they find the, uh, was that Mysterium? Is that what uh-huh. it's called? Mysterium bowl. Um, and it flies near. We don't do you see Jeopardy. Yeah, I do actually. And you don't, um, but we see him catch the bowl, you know, after it was flung up in the air. So we do see some of those football skills. Yeah. That little try hard Rudy has nice save David. <laughs> no, Rudy didn't have those skills. Rudy couldn't fucking catch a football. Yeah. But I mean, he had, well, you know, it's, it's like, um, it's like the NBA, right? The big guys who can't shoot, even when you meet them in person, they can shoot, right? Like, they're not as bad as a regular person at shooting. They're still good, just not as good as the guys who are the greatest. Do you think, uh, when you talked about this earlier, just the stony connection to son-in-law, do you think Dave, as far as yeah. character continuation, is 51st Dates? Ooh. Hey, Robin. Things have changed since high school. Oh. For sake. <laughs> that's is. what he did he started doing steroids to get popular he's awful um you know what's kind of funny now i think about it is i think in 51st dates he's wearing the same fucking mesh tank top that paulie shore wears in encino man <laughs> it's, it's it's a or which this is the multiverse coming into life here buddy <laughs> it's all one universe it's all one universe there it is <laughs> now i will say they they leave it in the garage and they're going to go to school. It, wouldn't you think this is the day to skip school? I mean, the day you find a body yeah. in your... Just leave it I unattended mean, over a heater. Yeah, like, what do you think? The worst, Okay, best case scenario is the ice is so thick it doesn't melt. Worst case scenario is it's a dead body, and now it's hot and rotting on your floor because the ice melted. Well, I'll tell you, you did- actually, worst case scenario is 
you have a I don't know how the fuck they got that out of the ground, first of all. Like they're not strong enough. They used the pulley and, oh, and yeah, they did, broke. But still. Um worst case scenario is you have like seven space heaters. Where'd you get those? No. Fire. Plugged into a garage with a giant block of ice melting all over the fucking floor around them. Burn the garage down. <laughs> it's gonna electric fire. It's gonna happen. So this movie is not condo- like is not promoting fire safety at all. No, 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 no. Um, but this is when Stoney does say when he's like, you know, don't you want to be popular and all that? And Stoney's like, I'm just happy to me to be me. But Dave is trying to tempt him with the money, and he's like the bad guy. Really, when he you is. think about it, he's the bad guy. Dave would have been me back then, like a dork that would need to find a caveman to get noticed. That would be the only way I could have done it. So, like, I mean, I think that's why we do this podcast. We're still pretending to fucking be somebody. And I, and I, I you know, I read We're both this. Dave. No, no, no. See, there's a difference between you and I. When I was in school, I was talented and I was known by everyone and I could float in many social circles. I was not you. So there you go. Oh, so I was a varsity golfer. I was this to recapture your glory days. Yes, I'm this is I'm trying to peak twice here. So (laughs) you 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 never had a peak. So this could be it. You're trying to get you're trying to relive show choir. (laughs) I'm trying to relive performing popularity you gained by doing show choir. I get it. Well, no, see, there's your see. Here's the thing. You make a fun of that. But I totally am. But when you're truly talented, like I am as a singer, it's it it doesn't that matters. People respect talent, and oh, they respected me for that. I see you giving autographs out all the time. I know. No, I no, no, no. That's not about that. It's about people know that you're talented. They respect it, and they there's a certain amount of reverence for what you can do. Right. How many, it's just how it is. How many times in high school did you get laid because of your show choir cred? I okay. Here's <laughs> the thing. Every time, so. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, wow. Okay. That it, You don't want to know. Like, there were girls Wait, at other schools that girl. wouldn't meet Let that me guy. That. By a girl. Yeah. There were girls okay. at the other schools that were like, hey. Not by yourself. I want to meet that guy because he's really talented. And I, and you know, one thing. Uh, okay. That happens. You you don't, you think that's weird, but it's true. Talent matters. I keep trying to tell you this. Uh, you don't this, listen. I mean, we don't have Someone any doesn't talent. Someone who has never experienced it. We I don't understand. have talent. So, I'm, whatever. We don't. We suck, man. All if right. we ever do karaoke for people, they'll see. And you know that. You know it, and it just makes me oh, so mad. I know it because I can do Eminem like a motherfucker. I want you know. I want to say Dave is. Um, you know, we keep talking about you and your thirst traps. You um, keep talking about that, not we. Don't fucking say well, we. You well, keep we. talking about that. I well, am like, not like you calling one. me a dork. I mean, I'm just using the royal we. i'm using the royal we (laughs) the royal we is clean your highness (laughs) that's a different movie yeah uh the definition but no dave is the definition of thirsty like with robin like always eyeballing her checking her out but you know he had a chance but but why is robin such a dick to him since uh at one time they were like best friends why is now she's a dick because it sounds like they had well a really good relationship because this is what happens. Junior high, high school, shit changes. You get to meet people that you didn't grow up in the same block with. Yeah. Everything changes. Social statuses start getting formed. And Dave yeah, is but... borderline stalker. 
Actually, not borderline. He is a fucking stalker. The shit he's doing, you could get a restraining order for today. Yeah, I guess. Dave's guess. trying way too fucking hard. All right. Way that's... too hard. Like, Dave is he just is. Like, trying to demand her affection and, like, convince her to like him. Well, you convincing, you know. Uh, but I do want to go into this. Because he talks to her, I do have a six-pack on this. Where where Matt comes along and... um. Matt comes along. He says, Robin wouldn't piss on, on your gums if your teeth were on fire. Shush! Some of us pump and some of us slump. You need to try, try, need to try a little more pump, Dave. <laughs> Get rid of that acne. I got to bring that back in this podcast with you. Shush! Shush! <laughs> so, do you like the realism of a caveman surviving? Do I like it? What do you mean? I mean, is it a believable enough jump in this movie for you that you're like, ah, yeah, whatever. Oh, well, I mean, Austin Powers did it, so why not? Well, Austin Powers, we had an understanding of cryo-freezing a little yeah. bit more. This isn't cryo-freezing. It's not to the temperatures of Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, zero minus zero Kelvin or whatever it would be. And I guess this is my, like, I, I in no way pretend to understand science at all. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like he had been buried far enough underground for that ice to stay frozen. I lived out West. And I can tell you if you're in Southern California specifically, there is no way the ground 10 feet below you was a river right. of a, of a, an under, we would know if there was a glacier there because people would have already dug into it. And you know, and it, I, maybe I'm just poking too much into this, but the other thing is when he gets thawed out, he looks, he's all covered with like clay, basically, right? Yeah, which is no clay soil out but, there. But, but not, not even that, even if there was, he was fucking in an ice cube. So why has he got clay all over him? Well, I mean, because he was dirty before he got. He wasn't that dirty before he got. No, he wasn't actually. He wasn't. And so that's what right. I'm saying. Like, why? You know, it, look, it makes it look like he climbed out of the clay. It's like, no, he wasn't that dirty when he got frozen. Now, I don't know. I agree. Now, I want to say this. Now, do you think... Now, I thought Link would have eaten the dog um, because, you know, in his day, he probably would have ate that. Well, he didn't have means to start a fire yet. He hadn't had a chance to. He had to cook the dog first. I don't know. He could eat raw. He, he came in. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Go on. Are you ready? I'm ready. When the boys return home, they find hand paint covering the walls and the house in disarray. Investigating a beeping smoke alarm, they discover the caveman in Dave's bedroom attempting to start a fire. At first, the caveman panics at the sight of them and the sound of a a telephone, but Stoney quickly calms him by using the flame of a lighter to mesmerize him. After cleaning cleaning him up to look like an average teenager, Dave names him Link, as in the missing Link. All right, now right there, he was trying to make fire to cook the dog. You think so? Think He's that's what it was? Yeah. You go cook the fucking dog. Okay. Cook the fucking dog. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I got to give a story here now. Now I know you. I've already saw you have a note about this that you don't like the name or the reasoning behind it. But yeah, the name is funny to me because, as you know, I've been known in my house as Link for over a fucking decade. Yeah. Because my stepson, when I first met him, was really young and said he wasn't sure he would remember my name was Anthony. So I said, you can call me whatever you want. He immediately, he's like, I'm going to call you Link. Which for him was Link from <laughs> Zelda. But literally, that's how I'm referred to 90% of the time in my house 
my six-year-old, other than my six-year-old calling me dad, which he's even referred to me as Link sometimes in the conversation. I, I don't do that. So I call I'm you Anthony. Saying, I know, but I'm just saying I'm I'm Link in my house, which is you just know, funny. Can I pick a name for you like him? Just pick a name. If I can pick one for you. I will name it after your drink, Knob. Oh, Knob Creek. You like that, right? I don't drink Knob Creek, actually. Oh, you don't? Okay. I've actually never. I've been doing some Weller recently. Weller? Weller. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I found out that Pappy Van Winkle, which is like the hardest to get bourbon there is. Yeah. So I did find out Weller, 12-year-old, which I have not scored a bottle of that yet. But Weller, 12-year-old is actually like Pappy's cousin and people okay. found this out. So it's hard to get because basically, but it's like a normal price whiskey, you know? Okay. It's not thousands of dollars on the secondhand market because Weller 12 it's, it's at, they're both made in Buffalo trace distilleries. Weller 12, yeah. is just basically the barrels that don't make the cut is Pappy, which oh, the, well then, the difference is yeah. like minuscule to somebody like me. That so, has yeah. Palette. Yeah. To non-refined. Like, palate. I get some fucking Weller then. Well, I, so it, like I had a chance to try Pappy once when we were at Universal at eating at a restaurant there. You got and a I, glass of it? No, I had a chance to. I'm like, I just can't fucking do it. Because you show me kind of the money. prices. It was, uh, I'm trying to remember now, I think for, and just the tenure, which is even the old stuff of Pappy. Yeah. It was like 130 bucks for a two ounce shot. shot. Woo. I'm like. And my wife is like, just get it. You're never going to get a chance to try it again. I'm like, I just can't. I fucking can't. I don't care if it's the unicorn of fucking bourbon and all. I'm like, because it was funny because I said, I saw on your list, you guys have Pappy. Um, I wanted, so on the back of her fucking uh, yeah. menu card where she takes the orders down, she has the prices listed out for each one. Because it was like oh. 300 something bucks for the more, the older well. one. I'm like, I, I literally I just like to me, I'm like, I don't care if we can afford to get it. I'm like. I cannot ever justify <laughs> spending 130 bucks on two ounces of liquid. I'm going to drink. There's just I, no fucking way. I totally understand. My, Again, like, it's just the principle of it. Yeah. My father is funny. He, if we go out to eat, he can't go somewhere where things are expensive. Yeah. So I will go somewhere where there's no option, but expensive. There you to go. To make him have to spend money. <laughs> when I first heard about Pappy it was several years before this. A friend of mine, um, he had told me about it. I had never even heard about it. I, I didn't. I never heard it to, ever. that far in like my whiskey journey here. Uh, news but, to uh, me, buddy. I'm learning Pappy well, Van Winkle. <laughs> he told, yeah, it is. Uh, he told me about like he was in Washington for a trip for work, and he they had it at a bar, and he tried it. He was like, "It is the smoothest whiskey I've ever had." Blah blah blah. But he got to try it, but he got, it was like for a glass of it, like 25 bucks, which is expensive still for yeah. a shot of whiskey. But then I, and I'm like, when I get this price, I'm 130. Fuck that noise. I can't. No, I, won't, I, won't, I don't care. Like this is like, this goes into like why I've never understood the kind of money celebrities waste on fucking shit. Like, yes. Give yes. Break. It's, no, fuck. Talk about a side conversation. It is, I know. <laughs> so anyway. I'll get back to the movie. Um, in this part of the movie, I always found it weird um, because I thought that a real caveman would look at them as threats and just want to kill them. Like, I thought he killed David Stoney. Yeah, but then the movie's over. I get that, but that makes more sense than what happens. <laughs> Unless they're going to show the, the trial. I'd love to see Link in court, though. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. 
So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals like springy dragonfly adorned handbags and jewelry to gifts under $100 to the best sellers on mom's most wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com. Be good. Oh, there's no, there would be, I don't even know what they would do at that. It, it probably, he'd probably be in a hospital, mental hospital. Yeah, I know. Because you can't life. say guilty or not guilty by yelling unga bunga. Like, they can't. can't uh, uh, <laughs> Whatever he was saying at that time, unga bunga. Uh, that, you know what that, this reminds me of, though, now that you just said that? It reminds me of the cartoon, Captain K, man. That's why I said it. <laughs> oh, <Dummy>. unga bunga. <laughs> That's that what does remind said. me of that. I That's love that, man. exactly what I fucking quoted. I missed that cartoon. That was a good cartoon. And Captain Caveman and Son when they came out with that, too. Oh, and Son. They did that with all of them, though. Yeah. Um, I was a fan of Plastic Man, and they had Plastic Man and his bouncing baby boy. I remember that. Plastic Man. That was, wow. Yeah, Plastic Man. That's one of my favorites. You, Anyways, we should, um, we should do, with our Patreon episodes, we should do some fucking cartoons. Oh, you know, you're right. You know, here's some uh, bonus content you could get. We are probably going to do our favorite cartoons of the 80s. How's yeah. That yes. Yes. Gummy bears bouncing here, here and there and, there and everywhere. High adventure <laughs> that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. <laughs> Don't sing, man. I've already let you don't, serenade don't people at the beginning bears. of a that gummy one of these bears. Past. Gummy bears, like once it starts, I can't, I can't not finish it. It's like Cartman with uh, "Come Sail Away." It's can't like you with Creed. Yeah, here's like something you. I gotta finish it. <laughs> I do like, uh, I do like Stoney's line in this though. He says, "I'm not a geek. I'm, I'm a evil. unique weasel." <laughs> I do love that. Um, it's one of my uh, favorite things here. Now, what basically sums up this part is we get a montage of basically Your making favorite. him pretty montage. It's like a, the pretty woman shopping montage. You know, it's the montages you get every movie where they go out and they make themselves look pretty. It's funny because it's like um, doing that with him. It's like watching Cher and Ty clean up. Oh, and yeah. Cher and Dion clean up Ty and Clueless. <laughs> they got her in the tub. They're washing all the shit out of her hair. That is funny. That is true. That is true. Um, and I did think, and I, you said about the name, I do think the name Link is a little lame. I guess it does work when they try to make him from Estonia. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I almost, almost booked a cruise that went to Tallinn, which is in Estonia. Just thought I'd let you know. Almost. Almost. Um, now, the smart test. Did you like the smart test with the finger? Let's see how smart he is. And he does the little, you know, ah, yeah, that. Ah. Well, how did you do that? How did you do that? <laughs> so he's not very... It, he seemed dumb when he did that. Just just my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. He seemed like us. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn again? It's your turn. No. All right. My turn. It's my turn. Uh-uh. Is it's it? my turn, fuckhole. It's my turn. Let me see. I went... It's my turn. Then you went. Then it's I my goddamn went. turn. And then you went. Go ahead. All right. Now I go. So, they managed to fool Dave's stupid parents, <laughs> Marion Hartley and Richard Major, and sister Ellen Blaine, 
into thinking he is actually an Estonian exchange student sent to live with them and enroll him in school where Link's bizarre behavior and supreme athletic skills shoot Dave and Stoney to popularity by association, kind of, allowing Dave to get closer to Robin, causing Matt's anger and frustration. So basically what this does is it lets them get into Blades. Uh, before you go into your six-pack, though, I do want to do my thing here. Once again, this ha- these have to be the dumbest parents. They let him dig the pointless hole in the backyard, and they don't even know if they were supposed to get an exchange student, not to mention all the other times he mentioned and they forgot him, like 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 he like when he forgot him at at the mall or at the pool or yep. like these are to be the dumbest dumbest parents. I just want to throw it out there one more time. These are bad parents. These are not good parents. Or just not even maybe dumb, just bad parents. They just, just don't bad, give a shit. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna. You want me to hit your six pack now? Six pack, yeah. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Because you belong to my friend Link. Me. I love <laughs> that. Know, when he eats the fly. <laughs> but did Stoney know that that was going to happen, where he's going to eat it? Or was he just a surprise? Just, but he rolls with it better. No, he's just watching it because he sees. I don't know if he knew he was going to eat it, but he's just seeing Link scouting that fly. That was, that was a cool scene. It that was, was a cool scene. Like this, that rivals Ralph Macchio catching one with the toothpicks. Or with I the chopsticks, sorry. The chops. I would say. Another great fly scene. I would say Karate Kid is a little bit more rememberable. Memorable. Well, I'm not saying me. it's odd, but I'm saying, like, we've got. There's a lot of. So we've got the fly scene. Yeah. A la Karate Kid. We've got the makeover montage, a la Clueless. Like it's this amalgamation of it is many but movies before Clueless, but yeah, after yeah. Karate Kid. So, okay, so why is it when they decide to take him to school that they can dress him in hip clothing, but can't manage to do that for themselves? Why can't why can they make him look good but not do that for themselves? Uh, Stoney, like I don't understand that. Stoney's already covered. Stoney's got his own style. Got so his that's, style so but no. Dave, Dave, come on, because Dave knows he can't fucking pull that off. Plain and simple. If here's the thing, if Dave tries at this point, he's considered a poser. Like you can't just change looks in high school like that. Unless, you think it's a try you, hard. You know, you got somebody one day they go goth and they're that's that's it. Okay. But you don't just automatically like show up one day like you just went to the fucking gap on a shopping spree. Yeah. You you can't do that. Like there you're you're in your lane at that point. You can't go drastic because you're gonna get made fun of. But I mean, here's the thing: you could be a loner and look cool, and know that I don't see. I guess he has no self confidence. He that's has none at all. That's his problem. If he had this confidence to say, "I'm just going to do this because I like how I look and it makes me feel better," and fuck all y'all, that would have been a better movie. Actually, it wouldn't have been like, a movie. He'd have been fine. He is, <laughs> he's a fucking social leech, still looking for a ball sack to suck on. And yeah, get and, then, and here's the thing: he again goes in with all this popularity bullshit I mean, with Link with uh, with uh, Dave and Stoney says I just want to be his friend and it's yeah, like exactly it, it, he just wants to be his friend Dave, he, he's just there for the ride in Stand By Me the leech scene Dave would have been yeah. the one that clung to his balls <laughs> the leech <laughs> he, yes he's the missing leech uh, he the one oh. that said I'm getting in there I'm going to burrow in because I, I want to make sure I stay as long as I can. Okay. So I'm going into the tidy whities I'm going to the balls. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. 
That's okay. Me. So did, did you, uh, did you want to, you have a question here. Did you want to ask? Me I that do question? where, so I was going to touch on this earlier. Where do you rank this in terms of Pauly Shore's best roles and characters ever? Um, I really like in the army now. Yeah. Really? There's three movies. And I, I, I would say son-in-law in the army now in this, mm-hmm. I like son-in-law better than this. Not the movie or, but I'm saying the character as a character. Well, okay. Okay. Not the movie if, itself. The character I like better a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like to me, but I, I got, think they're the same though. Well, they are the same. He's the fucking same in everything. Pretty much. But it comes up the weasel. This to me, I think is Pauly Shore's best role ever. It's perfect for him because this is number one. This is like before we got too much Pauly Shore. That's true. Okay. Um, Jury duty was probably about when we got critical mass. Jury duty, biodome, yeah. Biodome probably was it. Biodome yeah. was the one that you know people went and watched it and they enjoyed it, but then they were like, "Okay, okay now I've, I've got to grow, up now. Yes. <laughs> I've got exactly. to grow up now." Exactly. <laughs> That's what I think. Like this is the penultimate Pauly Shore film in character. Uh, I really, yeah. I think so. I would agree. Because it's I would like, agree. Son-in-law, I and I revere son-in-law fucking absolutely love son-in-law but i gotta say this because this also like to me it works so well for him because he's not like the main character in it but he's such a big part of the movie but he's the voice of reason and he steals the fucking show in a lot of ways yeah he does he does he's a better character he's yeah. better he's like i think a, way better than dave he's a sidekick but more enjoyable than it dave would almost be a better movie if it was just about his interactions with link and the craziness that goes through with and then the story oh, arc being something different. I'd watch an hour and 45 minutes of them at Magic Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surviving that. That's that's uh that's definitely now when they I want to talk about getting to school. When they get to school, Link sees uh Robin Tunney down there's hair, and that's what sets him off, I think. <laughs> he does that thing off the rails that goes down. But here's my thing. He just grabs her. How is she okay with that? Why is she still into him after he kind of just assaults her and tries to go after her tits? I mean, that's kind of... Is that? Is this something that guys like that experience that I just don't know? I I don't know. I'm Maybe she's into it. Okay. I don't know. It's just like, hey. I mean, you know, you go from... Well, like, she's used to being manhandled. By her skeezy boyfriend. Yeah. So she's already comfortable with that, but this is somebody new. It's somebody new. Smells, I guess. He smells earthy. He has earthy tones. <laughs> okay, now I do I do like when he gets to class. There's something I want to talk about there. I have a um a six pack on that, and I'll hit it right now. And that is when they get into class finally. And Link is draw- drawing all his drawings on the board, mm-hmm. and he has all his caveman drawings. I love how he his little his little stick man. He has a little penis that goes down to show which one's the guy. On the- <laughs> I just I just find it hilarious that that he has to have that much realism, and and it's interesting that he picked up on that and just started drawing on it. I mean, yeah. I know. I just thought that was fun. I, I I'm a fan of that. Yeah, because that was done at school. But I think I'm going to go. So after school, I'm going to get to your thing now, because I think your six pack is pretty cool. Let's hit that. It is. All right. My six pack. Um, Well, you didn't ask me what you were going to ask me first. What was my? Oh, Anthony. Yes, 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 yes. Can you name the food groups? 
okay, and then I'll hit okay, uh, and would you be equal with me and share a burrito? So here you go. All right, so because this is my six pack, but yes, I'd share a burrito. Ah, oh, sweet, thanks. I get the bigger half. And yes, That's what she said dairy group, milk duds, fruit group, sweet tarts, vegetable group, corn nuts, and when the microwave dings, meat group, meat group. That's now, it. I love it. Is corn nuts? Does this cross over into the Heather's world? Yes, it does. Again, here we go. Encino Man is an amalgamation of so much shit. <laughs> it's Heather's, man. It's oh Heather's, man. It's Clueless. It's Karate Kid. Now I didn't make this. It's a, Austin um, Powers because he's frozen. I didn't make it a six pack, but another thing in that scene, the no wheezing the ooze. Oh, wheezing the ooze. You know that not that guy, but the other guy was in Forty Year Old Virgin, mm-hmm. and then he ended up. Uh, he's canceled and I think in prison mm. or I don't know. I think it was some sort of rape allegation. Yeah. It may have actually gone through, um, but I don't remember, but he's a canceled dude. So that's I'm glad that the line came from the guy. That's okay. You got to wheeze the juice. You got to get permission first. Yeah. If you're going to wheeze the juice or check out the gazongas, you know, get that permission. Don't do a Billy Madison. Don't grope right. your teacher on the bus. Yes. <laughs> Now at the at the fucking Magic Mountain, I did feel for that panda. They're running around yeah. beating up that guy. <laughs> now in most places, they have a spotter with those people. So who that that park left him kind of in the lurch by not giving him someone with him to walk him around and make sure no one's fucking with him. So I kind of blame the park, but I felt for him a little bit. You know, just thought I'd say that. Yeah. Soon, Stoney's bizarre attitude apparently is having an effect on Link's actions and speech, which causes a rift between Dave and Stoney. Matt's anger and frustration leads to a fight with Link at a skating rink and increases due to Robin's growing attraction towards Link. Hubba hubba. Waka yeah. waka. Wow. Here's my thing, though. What weird-ass world is a hockey rink the hip hangout? <laughs> Back then, it was more roller skating rinks, I thought. Yeah, like, but I think, like, I think they were doing that to be different. Yeah, I guess. But also, roller rinks too, especially as you're getting older, like roller rinks are more of a like junior high vibe, I think, especially at... Oh, at, so you, know you graduate I mean? to actual blades, exactly. as they say? These are supposed <laughs> to be like older high school kids. So okay. no more roller skating, couple skate. It's like fucking but here's knock the thing. teeth out on the ice. But here's the thing. They're out there playing on the ice and getting all sweaty and stinky. How can that even be a good hang for the girls who are hanging out with them? Unless they're into that. They're I mean, into that's it. they're okay. I guess. They're into well, being... I mean, gladiators used to like take the sweat from their clothes and like bring yeah. it into cups for the women when they would come Robin by. And... Is cool getting groped by a caveman, so I think she's okay with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's but she I, rolled I got... with him. She rolled it pretty good with the mustard, the ketchup, and mustard art, and all that. I gotta so. say, so we're fucking playing hockey. Not roller hockey, fucking ice hockey with no helmets because we're that cool and don't want to mess up our hair. Uh, yeah, you take a puck in the head. Give face. Shit. That's yeah. Woo. Now I want to say this when they first get there and they walk in the door, you seen the two guys with the skateboard. They said, Hey, there's a couple of Barneys. Did you hear that? Yep. And that's another term we heard in clueless. fucking clueless. And they hit him with the skateboard. I was like, What the fuck is this? Now, do you think they were going more the clueless route? Or they were going more the Flintstones route, Barney Rubble, because we got Cape Man. Yeah. Oh, 
that's is it a is it more of a yeah i don't know i don't know barney because barney is kind of the the lame friend of fred yeah but fred's kind of adult and barney's kind of the smart one yeah i don't know like he's i don't know man uh but i do think is uh matt is the um while dave is a tool and a sycophant matt is the worst type of human like matt's a prick yeah let me hit i'm gonna hit my six pack here for that because i think that's a good one and that's where when dude sees link hanging out with his girl robin he said he starts skating over there after he picks on uh, Dave and does some bullshit to him. Um, you see him go start skating over Lincoln. He says, I don't know you. I don't like you. As of now, I'm all over you. <laughs> it wasn't because of that though. It was because he was picking on Dave and then link. Where's juice. We the juice. That's all he, that isn't that the worst way to have to know how to express your anger. Yeah. <laughs> the only way you know how is to say we the juice. <laughs> So he tries to make up Dave. Because he saw what was wrong. He understands protecting his tribe, I guess. Yeah, exactly. He gets that. He gets that. You know, and the thing is, is she ends up, because of how bad he is, But what's funny is he throws away Dave, but that's not the problem. He then comes over and punches Link, and then that's when Robin's, like, gone. But... That's all Dave ever had to do was show Robin how awful Matt is. And he'd have been gone even before Link. I think if somehow she could show that. Oh, if he showed it, I still don't think she wants anything to do with him at the time. Yeah, but I think she would have at least not been with Matt. And then that'd make it at least a better chance. I mean, she would have moved on to another asshole. Oh, uh, you think so? Yes. All right. Now, I will say, yeah, she would have moved on. To another. Now, what this she movie would. does give us, it gives us a second montage. A yeah. second excellent montage, and that is the training montage where they're tra- learning how to fight. And at the end of it, there's a th- I have a six pack here because it's one of these things I still use to this day. When Link throws uh, Stony, and he says, "Ow, my pancreas!" Yeah, I oh still God. use that if I hurt myself yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's that <laughs> is very quotable all the time. Like, I can't remember how many times <laughs> I've said that. Yeah, that's so true. Now, I'm going to throw out my generic now because it's here in this section, and it's pretty pathetic. Um, I'm going to hit it. And in this section, Dave tries to drum up some nostalgia with Robin, but uh, he's kind of a loser. What and, and what kind of a loser holds on to a prepubescent photo of himself with the girl taking a bath? What what moment was he waiting for to leverage this into some sort of weird come on? Like like how is it, how in your world was this ever gonna work? Hey, check out me and you naked in the bath like yeah. a long We've time ago. Does this together. turn you on? Do you want to go out with me? <laughs> I, I, I would have you no do answer. that? I have no answer. Oh, you don't. Do you have any of those photos of, like other people with you that were like naked that you could have shamed them with? I no. do not. I do not have. I those. don't. I'm happy to say that. That does not exist for me. No. During a school field trip to a natural history museum, Link gets upset realizing that the cave people he knew are all dead. Stoney and Dave console Link that he is not without friends in this time, causing the trio to make a pact. But Dave tries to abandon Link, and a fight between Dave and Stoney causes Link to come running back and separate the friends. Stoney and Dave reconcile. So Dave, again, another dickhead move. Just going to give him a sock full of quarters and send him out into the world. 
Yeah. Suck the fuck, dude. Here you go. The Radmobile. More rats. More rats. More rats. <laughs> Knock him out with a sock full of quarters. <laughs> but yeah, he does Radmobile. Radmobile. But uh, now I will say this. Uh, when they go to the Natural History Museum, when you go to these museums and you see what early humans look like like that, he was way too big to be a caveman. We, it, it, even when you look at houses that were built in the 1700s and 1800s, mm-hmm. the doors are so much shorter and, and, and narrower because people were smaller. Yeah. They just were. But you got, you like, know, he was, he'd be some, an anomaly. He's an anomaly, yes. He's the missing link. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, though, that he should be thanking Dave and Stoney for his self-realization, his self-awareness, because that is a gift to understand who you are, where you are, and not live in a, uh, an unreality, just really mm-hmm. knowing what's really going on. Takes people thousands of dollars in therapy to get there. He got there just by going to the museum. So exactly. That's what I was saying. That's all you need. Trip now, trip to the museum. Uh, like Cameron's house in uh, Ferris Bueller's day off. Isn't that what he called it? A museum museum. It's like a museum. It's very cold. And you're not allowed to touch anything. There you go. <laughs> See, I remember shit. I'm not so bad. Uh, now I don't understand why Matt would want to follow Dave and Stoney. Um, because like, it's not like they're a threat or anything to anything in his world. Like they're, they're nobodies. If they, you know, why would he care what they're up to? He just wants to bury them. <laughs> he just wants to. Okay. Cause that, cause at the museum, he, he, and that's how he kind of feels like, Oh, there must be something up here. No, I think that, he's, he, I think he's keeping an eye on link more than anything. You think that's, that's about him. Yeah. Okay. He wants to bury Dave. Cause he knows where a hole is dug already. Okay. <laughs> he's already got, well, yeah, Dave's giving him a head start. And how and, great would that have been for the ending that Matt actually gets buried under the pool? Oh, ooh, ooh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Or he gets stuck in a freezer and gets frozen into ice. There you go. <laughs> the sequel that was never made. The uh, thousands of years later when advanced humans or whatever that we'd be by then. Or no humans. You never know. Yeah, you've got robots talking in, you know, with AI talking in a special like computer language. And he comes out. Hey, you want a piece of me? <laughs> yes. Shush. Shush. I don't understand you. <laughs> oh God, man! They really should have done this. <laughs> <laughs> now I do like uh, when they're back at school and they do the driving thing. Yeah, driver's ed. And I love the teacher. He his he has a great line. He says, "Get inside the car and shoot your barber." <laughs> That's <a> fucking <laughs> line, man. I love that line. Uh, other than that, pretty uneventful. I mean, he does go. He lets Link drive. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, because he only knows how to drive because of the video game Radmobile. Radmobile. <laughs> but I don't know how he held it on two wheels for so long. I mean, mm-hmm. that's... Um, do you have another six-pack here? I do. Okay, because after the... Because when they do the drive thing, they end up and they end up going to a bar, and here we go. Here we go. Gotcha. All right. My other six-pack is Stony hanging out with the gang and them taking him in. <laughs> it, it has shades of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, where he makes friends with the biker gang, and they give him a jacket and a motorcycle. Oh, and he, uh, it, but he doesn't do the dance though. Right. He just <laughs> does tequila shots. Salt Chavez, Salt Chavez, Salt Chavez. 
Uh, you want to? You want? I love that. You want to be a man? Where's the worm? Actually, <laughs> look, I'm the weasel. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does his weasel thing. Yeah, um, I'm catch. And you know, here's what Dave. Dave is a fucking moron. Because when the cute girl asks you to dance that you want to be with, I don't care how shitty of a dancer you are, you fucking dance. Oh shit. Like here's you do the your one dance. man's overbite, you do the hand above the head. Yep. I don't care. You do figure it out. Throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> I like, don't care you what it is. Do something. You dry hump her. You do the African the anteater floor. ritual. Yes. <laughs> you do that. That's there. <laughs> Oh, I mean, man. And we see at the end of the movie, guess what? He's already got a synchronized fucking dance routine, already worked out with Stoney and Link. Yeah, well, so Link lurked on it. Link saw that on the thing, that one video, and he I was doing it. <laughs> now, I don't, but while this is all going on, Matt is at the school, and I don't understand what he was looking for in the records. Like, he knows where he's at. Um, why would he be going into the records? I don't understand that. What could he have gleaned? Like as a, a kid, what could you be thinking? I would find out. Now well, he did find something out, but that wouldn't be what he would have been looking for. All he knows is Link is this guy that all the girls are into. Like Robin Tunney wants to play light as a feather, stiff as a board with him. So, and his own girlfriend wants him. Yeah. Barely speaks any English. So I think it's more, where the fuck did this kid come from? I need to find out any dirt I can on him. Okay. Okay. Now, we, they take us back to the bar. And to me, the bar scene is the word. It's really cheesy. I like and, it. But but here's the thing. What were they busted doing? Drinking salsa and dancing? It's an over-21 establishment. That means that it's the bar's fault if they're in there. Well, but only one of them drank, and that was uh, Stony. And he, but he's a minor, and they fed it to him, so you know no I, one gets in trouble. So it's like, what are they in, what are they in jail for? It's drinking salsa. Well, maybe it's because of the whole car situation. Well, there's that fucking Fast and Furious Part Twelve through town. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. Followed him there for that. Hey, he's family now. So that's a he's reason family. to arrest them right there. There, another movie in the universe. Yes, that hasn't been made yet. <laughs> it wasn't made yet. You're right. Yeah, Fast and Furious 12 has not been made yet. It will be. Well, who knows? Did you hear the director had to fall out of the most recent one? Um, Justin Lin quit the job, and I, I heard that because I told you. Actually, I told oh yeah, you yeah. On a well, podcast. I heard it somewhere else too. No, so. you heard it from me first because you were like, "What?" Which we actually oh. is on a podcast where I brought that up on a previous okay. episode. Okay, all right, all right. You heard whatever. it from me, bitch. Give me some credit. All right. Okay. So, um, so when they're in jail, though, he makes his one call Ugh. to Robin, <laughs> and then what does she do? She pulls the shit move as asking him to ask his friend to go to prom. It's like during his one fucking call, fuck her. So, I'm gonna hit your six pack though, because it's you... not six pack. This is generic. Oh, generic. Pardon me. You don't you don't collar code yours. Okay. Here we go. All right. So my generic, it's kind of a combination here. Robin sucks and Dave is a fucking tool and they deserve each other. Yeah. But the whole using your one phone call to ask her to prom is trying too hard ad nauseum at this point. I feel like I'm watching Rudy again. This is what makes me feel like <laughs> not been catching the bowl like you talked about earlier. Can I paint the helmets? This can I paint like, the helmets? I just want to be a part of the team. So let me know anything I can do, coach. 
He's trying to force her to fucking like him. It's like, I'm trying to force myself to play for the Irish, even though I can't play football too good. Like, I am telling you, they kiss at the end of the movie, and I guarantee he's her bitch for life if she doesn't dump him. Oh, yeah. Like, he oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally it's, wearing it's the It's over. <laughs> it's over. Now, I, just like, a couple more. She, she will fucking talk him into letting her sleep with other men, and he will let her. That yeah. is the relationship they're He will have. be what's-his-name-in-waiting. And it'll take him a little bit to figure it out. The, yes. the guy, Calvin. Calvin. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll be Calvin. That makes him upset, which means he tries to get rid of Link like he's a fucking cat he wants to drop off in the woods and never come back for. Um, it was so fucking strange that he did that. I mean, I don't understand it. I, I like It's not like you're... It's He drops him off like he's a pet, and that is so weird. Uh, Stony at least keeps perspective. That's why I think I like Stony better because Dave is kind of an asshole. Oh, I totally like Stony better. Yeah. D- why? I mean, how could you think a human, even if he's not like the kind of human we are now in the sense of what how he grew up with, he's still a human being. You can't just drop him off in the woods and say, "Have fun. Go build a fire. Build a fire." Yeah. Here's the lighter. You, you'll don't worry about that. Smokey the Bear guy is full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, but, uh, Stoney, Dave was like, you know, talking there when like, you know, you were wanting to do this too, but Stoney never said that Stoney always had perspective. He was always like, I just want to be his friend. I just want to hang out. I just want to have a good time that way. He never needed it for the popularity. That was always Dave. And Dave was kind of an asshole about it. Dave's a douchebag. On prom night, Link is a hit at the party with Robin as his date. While Dave stays in for the evening, Matt breaks into Dave's bedroom and steals photographic evidence. That Link is a caveman. As Dave and Stoney go after Matt and his friends, another earthquake happens. At the prom, Matt's plan to uncover the freak back, the freak backfires as the information instead makes Link even more popular. Dave and Robin make up, and the three boys lead the entire prom in an impromptu caveman-like dance. After the prom, some of the students attend Dave's house for a pool party. I, I'm not even fucking calling that a pool. A whole party where Dave and Robin kiss. <laughs> no, it's not. Miraculously done. No, there was no cement. It was just the hole with dirt. Meanwhile, Stoney and Link follow clues similar to when they found him lights. ranging from bre- breast prints on the... Now you got me all fucking... <laughs> breast prints. <laughs> oh, man. I mean... Uh, and paint covering... All- yeah, breast prints on the like, slider. I don't think they use that to identify people the FBI. <laughs> they discover a beautiful cat... Yeah, breast prints. They discover a beautiful ca- cave woman... In the bathtub, who turns out to be Link's partner from the beginning of the film, he joins her in the bathtub as Stoney cheers them on and embraces her happily. There we go. I think we just discovered a new thing there with breast prints. That is not a pool, by the way. When you look at it, Pointing if you this. look, it's just there's no cement or anything poured. It's just dirt with water in it. Dude, I don't give a fuck. I'm still on breast prints. <laughs> is that how you want to do identification? I uh, yes. You notice the minor. The, the minor abrasion around the areola. This yes. is <laughs> it's like, uh, that's, I don't know how you could do that. Uh, I mean. I'm ready to check out another lineup. <laughs> no, nope. oh, yeah. Wasn't uh, bring, bring some more in. Uh, yeah. Uh, the only way I can identify her is when her breasts are squeezed up against the glass. So if you want to bring them out, just put your hands up and put your breasts against the glass, ma'am. Wait. <laughs> They were actually soapy when I saw them. Yeah, yeah could you? Could you? Wow. <laughs> Breast prints. Wow. Oh, so, yeah. 
Now, here we go. We are um, another fucking dick move by Matt, though. When he finds the pictures before he gets out of the bedroom, what's he decide to do? Slam the fucking lamp down. Oh, just fuck with I the guess shit. Being a dick. Although he's kind of pissed because when he when he got into the house, he kind of got hung up in the hammock, and that was kind of fucking yeah, hilarious. That was like he, good. Yeah. He didn't look all athletic and cool in that moment. He was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that, that was good. That was actually that would have had a chance to be a six pack because it was just funny to watch the slapstick. It was. Part. Yeah, it was. Um, now I also say. Matt tries to do the grand gesture in eighties movies. That was a big thing. You know, the grand gesture and exposing something and then becoming the hero, but his grand gesture backfires. Do you want to know what he really is? He's a caveman. And then everybody just laughs. Yeah. I mean, no, they start uh, hearing like fucking crazy. Yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah, cool. Sure. We're down with that. Awesome. Slicing. Donde esta el sanitarios? Donde esta? So he, but I do like that Link throws him on the cake. That is kind of cool. Although he kind of ruined the cake for everybody. Yeah, but he did the whole reenactment of the fight scene. Spun him around. He didn't, he, if it would have been funny if, if they wanted to pay off on the joke, Matt should have said, ow, my pancreas at that moment. Just, just, it would have, cause it'd been funny if he said it. Just my thoughts. I don't know. I think it'd been funny if Link said it. Ow, my pancreas. Ow, my pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> But I do like that Stoney does the shush. And get, then gives the wave to everybody. Because <laughs> he's a prom king or whatever. Like Diana wave. So I want to give my generic here because this right. happens right now. Uh. And that is. Um, oh, no, pardon me. Uh, well, that's not a generic. I'll call it a generic. Fuck it. The, the, the dance. The dancing, I'm going to say that. The dancing that they did with the caveman dance, I did not like it in this movie. I thought it was corny. The synchronized uh, dance? The th- and I kind of, what? The synchronized dance? Yeah. The I thought it was kind of corny, and I kind of roped in, I, I was looking at my notes, and I kind of roped in the dirt pool, too, into my generic. Yeah. I just was not a fan of that, either. I think so. the stupid part was Dave. With Rob. Wait, wait, watch this. It's like, hey, look, I can dance. Like, again, yeah. one more fucking sad, pathetic thing. Look, wait, watch this. He, I can dance. You know what? I feel for Dave. I don't. Dave's a douchebag. No, no. Here's why I feel for Dave, because he doesn't know. He needs the same gift he gave Link. He needs self-awareness. But it's going to take him that therapy and all those dollars to get there. No, he needs to be buried underground for a couple hundred years, at least. Come back later where nobody knows who (laughs) he is. Maybe he's got a chance then. No, because they'll say, what's that fucking Hobbit coming back? Like for another thing here, like, you understand, um, like, you know, Robin, she's eight inches taller than you, first of all. So that's not good in high school either. So there's another strike against you. Yeah, you got that. Like, that's, that's why they show the kissing scene. They're both sitting down. I once had a, a girl that one of those show choir situations that was taller than me that was into me. And that was weird. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Since you mentioned that, it was different. Uh, kissing up to someone is weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. It was... you can't pick your groupies. Uh, hey, you, hey, you take what you get. <laughs> <laughs> take what you get, you don't throw a fit. I, um, I have my note here. Dave didn't deserve her, but you said earlier they deserve each other. So they I'll fucking do. That. They I'll do. Think. Now, how did the cave woman know how to use a fucking bathtub? You just start... I mean, she gets 
I'm just wondering how she knew how to put the fucking bubble bath. That's in. what I'm saying. She got a like bubble that. bath, got a tub, probably at the right temperature because she's right. not jumping out. And soap was not invented back in caveman times. No, 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 like, no. I don't they think didn't. you took a bath unless it fucking rained. She, she probably smelled bad. Oh, they both did when they came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was bad. That was, that was some bad thing. But you know what? That's bad. But what I do love, I love the ending because we got ourselves a freeze frame ending. If you don't look at the little thing right after that with uh, Polly Shore, I'll be back. <laughs> and he and he was, but this movie, nothing else in this movie was. <laughs> he, he was. All right, that's this movie in a nutshell. Do you have? Do you want to go with your questions? Let's go. Memorabilia time. What would you like to own from this movie? I would like the Radmobile game because I think that would be something awesome to have in the basement. That is pretty cool, and I'm down with that. But I want because I think I want it because it's vintage. I want Link's Cosby esque sweater he wore to Blades with that pattern and everything. Yeah. That it, that would be cool to have like on your wall signed by Brendan Fraser. It would be as long as you don't call it a Cosby esque sweater. Well, there is the cancel Cosby sweater. No. Well, it, I get the sweater with some Rohypnol. So <laughs> if, if you look at it, it just puts you to sleep. <laughs> oh my. Wow. That's awful. That yeah, is, that, that I am out. so sorry. Edit I am so out. sorry. I'll be a how I just treated the word with that. Anyways. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready so to rate. Now, as much as I fucking railed on Dave and Robin in this movie, and you, I kind of can't stand them. And to me, it sucks too, because I love Sean Astin. But seriously, dude, you're such a fucking chode in this movie. Your character is <laughs> big time. So that whole part aside, this is one of my favorite from an entertainment standpoint movies. Like this doesn't get old to me. I fucking love this movie regardless of like, you know, there's a lot of holes we can poke in it. And we even oh, jokingly, yeah. like, come on, what the fuck? Really? Seriously. But still like the premise of it is hilarious like the whole thing and again this is like the perfect amount of Pauly Shore and for this type of goofy ass movie it works perfectly fucking love it I am going hard at this 21 and a half cans oh shit yes that is wow. how much I love Encino man okay so people um, <laughs> I'm okay you gotta understand I'm fucking proud to give it that rating I guess reality doesn't hit him very hard reality bites because <laughs> okay so um we asked the question is this a good movie absolutely not and when i mean say that i mean as in like a film like is it cinema um but i am entertained every time i watch it even though the plot is a little preposterous at least with movies that have magic or something, you can at least suspend some disbelief. This doesn't have that, and you have to suspend a lot of disbelief on things you know that just aren't true. Well, it's funny that I suspend disbelief on a caveman coming out of the ground more than I can about the dickhead build it, digging the fucking hole in the ground. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> both the of them parts are just believable. as likely. The both caveman are... part is more fucking believable. They're both just as likely. Then but really hey, once digging you... a pool. 
<laughs> but hey, once I accept that Link is here, you accept the rest. So it's like you kind of go, okay, so I have to do the rest. So I got I got a line here for you. So the truth is, bro, life's about greasing the dewback, buddy, and wheezing on the buffest man or film. <laughs> there you go. It was kind of like a harsh ride, but one I enjoy, so I give it 13 cans. Okay, 13, it's wow. Slightly, here's the thing. It, it's Remember, it's as a film, it's not great. As entertainment, I'm thoroughly entertained. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I rate it's it so highly. It's one of those highly. movies I love, but doesn't score very high. I, I love it. That's why I rate it so highly, because it fucking entertains me every time I watch you it. You like this better than Son-in-Law? I you scored it that way. It, yeah, yeah. I know that. Not, uh, it's hard to, say. yeah, because like I said earlier, though, I mean, this is my favorite Pauly Shore role for him. I get it. I get it. Oh, I think you're scoring Pauly Shore's role more than you are the movie, but no, I'm role. scoring. No, you know what it is to me? This is my favorite Pauly Shore role and one of my favorite Brendan Fraser roles. Like he's awesome in this. Oh no, the mummy. He's way better. I said he's one box of, office. I box said one. office. He's fucking awesome in this though. Okay. Like this was like, I mean, cause this is Brendan Fraser's like coming out movie. Basically last from the past. Better movie. Oh jeez. Anyway, that gives us an average of 17.25 cans for Encino Man. Oh my gosh. What is this better nice. than? Hold on a second. Where is Son-in-Law? Let me find that real quick. Oh, I, I probably have that right, somewhere. Son-in-Law. In yeah, I gave 16. You gave 12.75. So you gave this just a tick below what you gave Encino Man. Son-in-Law. Yeah, makes sense. Because they're both just as good as at movies. But entertaining, I will watch them every time they're on. All right, 17.25 we also had is the same rating as My Girl. Better movie. That's because of you. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I, that. I know you're okay with that. I'm I just saying it's because of you that you My Girl, which is... And a half. That makes what? me happy. I gave it 12. You gave it 22 and a half. My Girl. You gave it 12? I did. You think that My Girl is a worse movie than this one? Um, you know what? You gave Hocus Pocus a 4.5. So shut the fuck up till the day Hocus you die. Hocus Pocus is that. trash. Fuck you. It's trash and you know it. You're trash, show choir. Thank you. I appreciate right. that. So 17.25. We also have You've Got Mail. <laughs> That's 17.25. That's a better movie. Clueless, 17.25. Better movie than this. Well, it's I might even it, scored it better. You gave it 13 and a half, Clueless. Yeah, I scored it better. I gave it 21. So I scored this that one better than this one, like so I should have. We've got a lot of 17.25s. Really? Remember, well, because what did we do? Was it E.T. the one that I was like, I cannot find a fucking matching score for this? It was yeah. like that unique <laughs> score. And that's why I took like everything 17.25. You get 17.25. You get 17.25. Everybody gets 17.25. This is our middle of the road. Maybe we should change our scale then to try and meet what is a middle of the road movie. No, I think we're good. I tell you, because maybe we need to figure out a better way to to show if that if because if we if the bulk of them should be in the middle because not all movies are great unless we think all movies are great. There's that because no, seventeen point two five means they're all good movies. I don't think all movies are great. I will go back to Tokyo Drift when I say that. That's a better movie than this. Fuck you, you stupid. Sack Actually, it's not. I'll say I probably <laughs> I may have rated it as lower than this too. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's looking. He's looking. Oh, people. I, oh, I wasn't looking for oh, that. No. Oh, oh, oh okay. Scores, that's all. Oh, okay. Oh, you're just looking, but not test saying anything. That's great. That's good. That's good radio or podcast. Yeah, it is. Moment of silence. 17.25. Another one set of a woman is 17.25. Better movie than this. So there you go. I gave Tokyo Drift a 12. You gave it a three. 
and it's lucky to get a three from me. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. We would like to thank you for listening. We also encourage you to join our Patreon so you can get some of that bonus content that we have talked about and other fun stuff. For example, we're going to be dropping, like we said, a bonus episode of probably cartoons, it sounds like. Cartoons. Um, we got some ideas. We got some ideas. Working on. Maybe like some life Drinking hacks. Zoom parties. Yeah. Life, <laughs> life advice. Oh, wow. How to, uh, you don't want that. How to cure hemorrhoids with peanut butter and toothpicks. Like, we got okay. all kinds of stuff. So remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions and our episode schedules there as well. We are also, are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Twitch channel. Now, we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. It was a G.I. Jane joke. That's all I'm giving you. Get, get your get your alien's name out of my out of your mouth. My alien's name out of your mouth. That's it. There you go. <laughs> oh man! And as always, we'd like to thank you for listening. Is there anything else that you have? Just thank you for listening. Please leave us some reviews. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time, or talk at you. Uh-huh.